The Pete Matt and Kimber podcast for ABC Blind's $4 million clearance sale. <laughs> We're recording. So I'm, I'm, letting that, <laughs> I'm letting you leave it through to the yeah, Start with the podcast and then go into the podcast intro. We've already started the podcast. No. No, yeah. we've started the podcast. I like I, I need like, a. This actual... is extra bits. Hey, say welcome to the podcast. We'll do it. We'll do it like they what? do on the films. Ready? Sorry. No, you know what, Rami? This is what you have to podcast. Accept. Matt, Pete, welcome Matt and to the Kimber podcast. And pro- producer bits. Rami and producer Carrie. Good podcast. morning, all. <laughs> <laughs> oh god! Now, just before we get into the content, pod uh, the podcast content, the extra bit, extra, extra bits, extra bits. Oh, no, Hello, Karen's welcome going, to extra bits. Right. We, we we had some things to follow up from yesterday's podcast, and I can guarantee you, I don't think we've got through either of the things oh. that we we're going to talk about on today's podcast that God. we promised on yesterday's podcast. Yes. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Is it interesting anymore? We talk, what we talking I about I don't yesterday? even know what I you're talking about. I took Matt Broom. Is that what you're referring to? We spoke no. about two things. Oh, so you know, Pete. Pete remembers. Oh, no, I don't. Oh, no, I forgot. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> I forgot too. <laughs> Wasn't it about... I forgot. No, one of them was the vacuum cleaner. Oh, the, yes. the ear on oh, the yes, vacuum yes, cleaner. Yes. Did we figure out what oh, the ear on the vacuum cleaner we, was? No, I tried Googling it. And I think it was going to make me read an entire manual. And let's face it, if I wanted to do that, I would have done it when I bought the damn thing. <laughs> that's very true. So that's <laughs> Then a, I would know what it was. Are we just picking up where we left off yesterday? <laughs> yes. Well, yeah, sort of. I sort of forgot about it until the mics turned on. Um... And I can't remember what the second one was. We have a fantastic memory, don't we? Um, I knew what you were going to pitch yesterday and didn't, but I can ignore that. No, that was something else. Yeah, that okay. was something else. Okay, well, let's move on to some content. Yeah, let's move on to some content. <laughs> move on yeah. to something else. Yes. We went for a swim this morning, Maddie. We did. How are you feeling? <laughs> oh, wow, guys. Oh, wow. No, no, no. I, we, we were, we were going to get there. We sure, were going to get sure. there. I, yes, think, yes. I think this is a great thing to talk about because I actually, well, I'd love to hear Matt's thoughts because I think you bounced in here. So this oh, happened I'd, early, early it morning. Did. So it's called Chilly Willies. They also do one called Cold Nips, which is male and female, but this is just for blokes. And uh, I, I guess I knew that it was based around uh, a conversation that, let's face it, we've been having for decades now and more prominently in the last decade about men needing to 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 find their vulnerability to to be more uh you know to find healthy communities that don't just revolve around yelling and screaming at a football screen and drinking beer not that there's anything wrong with that Absolutely. but also finding other angles to express your your masculinity in a in a in a healthier way and and this chap who runs this uh, chili willies or is it was the spokesman this morning you know basically opened up very quickly about his own uh, issues that he's dealing with at the moment and and was very vulnerable in f- front of all of these uh, half-naked men at 5.30 in the morning. And <laughs> then we all got on the sand and we had, did a fireman's carry for uh, for each other. What's a for, fireman's carry? Where you put someone over your shoulder and carry them. Oh. Well, there you go. Yeah, well, and the, the, the very healthy bloke lifted me up, no problem. And then I had to ask him to uh, get on my back like a piggyback and then get off halfway through. But at the end of the day... Oh. At the end, yes, you would have loved it. I'm annoyed that I sent Carrot out. I want to go out next time. There is some film footage of it, and all you can see is my fat gut bouncing (laughs) as a line of 30 or 40 really hot, healthy-looking dudes run into the water. But there you go. It's all about not being ashamed of what we've got. That's right. So it was was beautiful. It was really cool. It's very cool. Well done, Maddie. Something that piqued my interest, though, uh, when you were telling us about it, and because Carrot went out with you and his portrait, were still wet. Yeah. You mentioned to us you don't wear underwear. 
Oh, well, I mean, that's old never. news to our mixed family. I, I never knew I, yeah. that. No, I, I'm not an underwear wearer, although... Uh, obviously, when my life changed and I became a stepfather, there was more underwear wearing in the bedroom, mm. uh, lest a child walk in and of blah, course. Blah, blah. But in terms of my normal life, I, I, I never wear underwear. Hold on. So does that mean you, before um, your stepdaughter, you used to sleep naked? Oh, very much so, yes. But naked? Yes. Oh, it's so good. Isn't that brave? It's so I think nice. It's brave so to sleep brave. naked. It feels so but good. I'm, from, I'm probably coming from a different world on that though, because I'm. But things leak and you don't... when you're sleeping, and what? no, what's leaking what out is of you? Did you should have seen Kara's face? <laughs> if there was, if, if I had a video then of how quickly Kara turned his head at you with this look of what the actual fuck are you? He was about to. He had his what's hand raised out of you for something else as well, and then what? I lost my train of thought. When I say I go commando, I'm not lying in bed with a commando. <laughs> what the hell, mate? I don't What's know. Leaking? Just things out of your oh, out of, of your what? Of course, I understand Top end what and you're bottom saying. End. Of course, leaking. Well, no, I, I I'm old, but I'm not that old. I don't have any leakage issues at the oh moment. My God. You're right, bud. Do you know what is crazy? The the thing I was going to say is the reason that I would never consider sleeping naked is because I'm always expecting a burglary or a house fire. Oh, mm. I thought you were And my I'm side. just not ready to get to know my neighbours like that. I'm really not. I, I want to be able to just be ready to go and not have to be thinking about That's that stuff. True. There was a f- uh, footage from a guy in Brisbane last year who chased um, a robber down the street yes. butt naked. No, that yeah. was Michael so, Carr. Carl oh, and, and sorry, Carl sorry. That's, yeah, a, no, that's no. what I was <laughs> Yeah. So, naked, naked. When I Pete, can, yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Matt, yeah, yes. Yeah, Kimber, yeah. no. When you have a shower, when mate. Fuck. When you have a shower. Oh, my God. <laughs> when, when you have a shower and you get into a bed with fresh sheets, especially. Oh. It's just, yeah, oh, God. it's heaven. But, but I, then you ruin but, it by going to sleep naked. I don't know. I guess I feel that freshness when I get into my fresh pyjamas. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that the same it's as getting into each of their own? But, uh, it, it, the, I find the pants wearing thing, I, I, I will happily wear a, a comfortable T-shirt on a cold night. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I find with if I'm wearing anything, I can't, yes. particularly pyjama pants. <laughs> it, it's like I'm in bed and I've got something holding I'm me. imagining. Matt now with a t-shirt and just nothing at the bottom. Is that how you go to sleep? Yeah, I have slept like that. I yeah, I'm just I imagining like you're restricted by your pants, but not restricted by the fact that you could roll over and squish your knob at any time. <laughs> There's not that much there to squish. If I'm perfectly honest, <laughs> I'm, like, I'm pretty whole... safe in that department. No squishing and very little leakage. So. <laughs> Oh, all right, that's enough. We all know way too much about each other, and I think that's how we keep in this relationship. I <laughs> have not slept naked for a long time because the kids. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but I do walk through the house in the nude. Mm. But what uh, about the kids? Well, while the kids are while the kids are around, won't someone please think of the children? The children. <laughs> so, and like my eldest is six, and so it, is that. Do you think that's unusual? Like, because sometimes I'll I'll be in the shower. I already got my gear off. Yeah. Right? And then I, f- I forgot my towel. I'm going to run to the laundry and go and get it. Mm. Or I, like, my undies are in the laundry. They're still in the dryer. Or, like, something like that. And, and so I will no. wander through and the, then I walk through the house naked. naked. I just think yes. that people, I think that you know in your own family, depending on how your family operates, if yes. you've been nude a lot, like, they're yeah. just bodies, right? Yeah. And I'm someone oh, and who that's, is, that's what I'm we're trying, trying to... to bring back bodies like lots of women going, own your body. Stop. Everyone else is sexualizing us. Yes. So if you're thinking that in your head, like your six-year-old's not thinking that, that's that's adults 
putting in a, yeah, in a, our, our version on what we think is going yeah. on for them. So it's like, I think you just know when your kid feels uncomfortable or when it feels like maybe they're learning too much or it just feels weird, then you just go, okay, maybe I'll cover up. Well, I stopped having a shower with Mila the day that um, she, like I was, I was standing in the shower and <clears throat> she was in front of me and I had put my head under the shower and like eyes closed because I was rubbing the soap out of my like hair. And then opened my eyes, and she had her uh, hands cupped together um, and underneath my dingling, <laughs> catching the water. Oh, and I, and you I were was, a waterfall. Yeah, I was a, well, yeah, and I, that was the moment where I was like, I was, this is probably enough now. Yeah. Like, I, that's, <laughs> Did you yeah, taste waterfalls? My neighbor's got one of those like um, statue things on top of a bird bath that, that, that with, with the boy that hold, holding his willy and it wheeze. But I've never seen any water go through it, and I kind of want to. I kind of want, <laughs> to, I kind of want them to attach a pump because yeah. now it just looks like a, a dude holding. <laughs> His willy, but nothing. There's no like art about it without the water in it. Yeah, you know that like when Hamish and Andy did the KFC bucket, like yes. they got the yes. KFC bucket, bucket to the spin. Maybe we could do our own version with the penis pump. That is a great story art. <laughs> yeah, I don't think when we say penis pump, <laughs> don't, don't Google that. Well, Pete that's Manic not be penis the pump. And I think for Rami, if we go down the road of the penis pump, there will be leakage. What is what is on the podcast today, guys? What is on the podcast? Um, he asked a gross question. Um, well, I, I mean, I guess you were just comparing whether or not the answers curious. were legit. I, when, so when I this story where a, <clears throat> a dentist says you shouldn't brush your teeth in the shower or on the toilet, I need to test the theory. Oh, tell him to get started. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Michelle Money Maynard gave, gave mm. us some tips about superannuation. Yeah. yeah. And uh, also revealed her thoughts on who might be the one person that's got $544 million in superannuation. Wow. It's mm-hmm. a lot. Yeah. Afterpay? You did. You talked about some stuff about afterpay? Yeah, mm. people putting things on, like a dude who put his cranberry vodka thing on, on afterpay, 12-buck drink, and is paying it off a month later. Yeah, <laughs> when so you need good. a cranberry vodka, you just got to go there, don't <laughs> you? Yeah, nothing. Um, I'm going to say, launched Letters to Mix, I think. Uh, I like that, Letters to Mix. Do you think yeah. any are going to come in? Um, I don't know, our, but we got to give it a shot, don't we? Our address is 450 Roberts Road if you want to send us a letter. Yeah. Don't you reckon Letters to Mix sounds like the next Lewis Capaldi album? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, note to, a very sweet note to end the week. I thought that was a really lovely little gesture. That lovely. Was Just something to spread a sense of community. And Maddie, I, we, we heard from a wonderful Perth person. Just celebrating what a great city this is and all the big stars that have been in town. Yeah, mm. absolutely. Uh, for what a week. All right, all of that. Here you go. Have a podcast. Bye. 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 Money is a funny thing because it keeps changing and I think our attitudes towards it keep changing as well. And depending on how you were raised or where you're at financially at the moment in these difficult times, I think mm-hmm. it changes your perspective pretty quickly. And, you know, I was looking at these buy now, pay later services. Oh, yeah. Right. Now, the dudes who created Afterpay, they've got 16 million customers. They've got $40 billion of market worth. Mm Mm-hmm. And they're sitting pretty. And they're Australian. Yeah, they're they're yeah. fine, right? They're doing fine. And now my family were always from the school of if you can't afford it, don't buy it. So I've never had a credit card ever, ever. I've never wow. 
had a credit card. That blows my mind. I, I started, one of my first jobs when I left school was I worked in banking yeah, and helping people create loans and stuff like that and dealing with money. And so I was very conscientious with saving and I was very like, yeah, my parents, if you can't afford it, you don't buy it, no credit card for you. We've had a credit card forever, but our rule is you don't, you don't like blow it and it's only just enough to get us through for emergencies if we need. And yeah, it's, pay it off every month. pay it off every month. Right, yeah. yeah, so I've just never even done that. But these buy now, pay later services mean we can have what we want now and pay for it another time. Oh, it's so good. And one of the things that I saw online yesterday was someone who has gone, oh, finally, I've paid off my vodka cranberry from last month. I'm sorry, excuse me? They went to a bar <laughs> yeah. and bought a vodka cranberry drink for 12 bucks. And then paid it off on Afterpay over an entire month in instalments of $3.17 at a time. Wow. Until they've paid it back. Now, other people in the thread went, I see your vodka and I raise you chicken wings. They Uh got $8.26 worth of chicken wings and paid it off in $2.75 instalments over four weeks. Yeah, that is great. the game is changing. We've got people doing it financially tough right now. Mm. And so sometimes you want something and you go, this is how it's going to be. But I didn't know you could put this stuff on there. Neither did I. I thought it was for things like, you know, you you see, you know, you want to buy some clothing, right? Maybe you've got like like an interview coming up and you want some new threads and you can't afford like tomorrow's interview right now. Yep. But hey, buy now, pay later. You can pay off a couple of hundred dollars worth of new threads over the next sort of month or so. I mean, we've used buy now, pay later, and we use it appropriately, but never for something like a vodka cranberry. But when I was going to uni, I can tell you, if we had buy now, pay later, I'd be (laughs) dropping a beer or two on that thing. Absolutely. (laughs) You wouldn't have been able to afford to pay it back after that. But I just think it's amazing. I want to know, just put it out there, what have you been able to put on one of these buy now, pay later services. Yeah, great. No judgment here because I think ev- everything's changed. You can put whatever you want on there. And if you feel like if you want to eat Maggie noodles for the month just so you can get your nails done, yeah. I'm all about it. You do you, boo. Okay. Jess in Baldivis, what have you paid for? Um, I'm celiac and there's a gluten-free cafe in Perth that I was able to put 30 bucks worth of gluten-free food on there. You beauty, and thirty-three yep. thirty dollars worth of gluten-free food is about a loaf of bread. <laughs> but <laughs> it's worth it. I used to be gluten-free myself, and I understand that you'd travel and pay for it. Jess, where's this cafe? Uh, Wembley. Wembley. Okay, there you go. Yeah, so nice. gluten-free. Oh, hang on. Sorry, say that again. Gluten-free for you. Gluten-free, gluten-free for, for you. you. And they have afterpay. Nice. Christy and Brabham, what about you? What are you putting on one of these afterpay services? Good morning, guys. Not me. I had revoked credit cards and debit cards from my partner. Oh, dear. We then discovered afterpay and <laughs> popped a $5 Kmart shirt on to so $1.25 a fortnight. He's got a brand new shirt. That's so good. $1.25 a fortnight. I mean, look, some might say this is good budgeting. Yeah. Who knows? Absolutely. Chris, Christy, did you like the shirt? Was it worth it? Oh, look, all came out shirts are great, aren't they? A hundred percent. Because they're five bucks. Couldn't agree. Um, Mandy and Armadale, hello. Hello. Oh, Mandy, you're a young person. How old are you? Eleven. Eleven. Now, you must be using someone else's afterpay, are you? Yeah. Whose and what, what did you put on it? So I logged in on my mum's afterpay and bought pizza. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure we're not supposed to encourage this, but um, what kind of pizza did you get? Hawaiian. Right. 
Okay, good. Hey, you're a pineapple on pizza person as well, which I very much appreciate. Mandy, um, did mum obviously found out? Yeah. Yeah, and what happened? I got in trouble, so I had to do some chores. Oh, oh no. okay. And how much how much pocket money were you paying back a week for that? $52. Oh, 52 what? bucks. Jeez, you bought great pizza. $52 for a Hawaiian pizza? <laughs> Mandy, where? no, I'm not going to ask. I'm not going to ask. It'll shame them. 52 bucks for a Hawaiian. I've got more questions. We don't have enough time for the amount of questions I that I have. Wow. I'm just going to dive right in here. Mm-hmm. Right, And at the top of this, I just want to say just quickly, little ears warning and potentially a trigger warning as well. Okay. But I think playing some of this audio is actually quite necessary given what it is that I'm trying to achieve here. Well, it's very real. It is. It's real. And the fact of the matter is you listening right now are going through real things every day, mm. right? But it all starts with the fact that apparently Australia Post is a little bit in the pooper and they're having a look at their entire business and thinking, do we necessarily need letters anymore? We're Australia Post. In rain, hail or shine, but now after 214 years, the daily visit from the postie is under threat. They might be looking at seriously taking it off the table. Well, I mean, you know, you used to be able to send a letter and get it in two days from across the country, and then that became more like five to seven days. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it's been like I've sent a birthday card and they're getting it 10 days later. Yeah, and I guess they're sort of wondering, you know, with email and digital and social media and stuff where you can literally, instead of having to send a letter, just lob into somebody's DMs and go, hey, mate, just need to tell you this. Is it really all that necessary? There's such a romance around letters, though. Like, I have my grandparents' letters that they sent to each other. They were married for 68 years before they passed away. They yeah. went through the war. They had So I've got letters that they wrote to each other, which I think are gorgeous and really precious. Which, if they had the internet, probably would have sent it by email. Probably. Probably. But anyway, this um, brought up something for me, which I stumbled upon years ago. Have you ever heard of a website called Post Secret? <gasps> Yes, I know this guy. Right. Now, this is amazing. It's a bloke in the US by, uh, by the name of Frank, right? Mm-hmm. And he launched this blog called postsecret.com. And the things he gets sent every day are just incredible. I stumbled upon it when I was listening to a podcast called TED Talks. All right, take a listen to this. This mailbox is where, for the last decade... Every day but Sunday. Frank's gotten over half a million postcards. Frank asks people to send them publicly using his home address. And then he scans them and shares them on a blog that you may have heard about. It's called Post Secret. And every single day, more postcards arrive. Basically, what he did one day is he put his uh, address out and he also sent out a whole heap of postcards with his address on them and said, tell me a secret. And people need to get secrets off their chest. Yeah. They don't want to carry them around and there's no one to tell them to sometimes if you're ashamed or you're worried about it. And the thing is people are ten- selling, sending him all sorts of secrets, really happy secrets, yep. lovely secrets, but also really serious secrets. And again, little ears and a bit of a trigger warning, but it is the stuff that people are going through. Take a listen to some of these that he's read out. I had an abortion and to this day, I wonder if my baby forgives me. Wow. That's quite a secret to start with today. This one says, I watched six of my friends get married in 2014. I'm single and don't even think about marriage. I'm happier and more in love with life than any of them. You seen him that one? (laughs) I did not. (laughs) Now, um, this is another one. Take a listen to this. Everyone who knew me before 9-11 
believes I'm dead. I used to work with a bunch of uptight religious people, so sometimes I didn't wear panties and just had a big smile and chuckled to myself. <laughs> Now, this is the thing. So, like, really real things that people are going through every day, yeah. some quite serious, some quite lighthearted, mm -hmm. and a bit of a laugh. And the fact of the matter is, you listening to this right now are also going through things, and you may have a secret you want to tell. So, our address is care of Mix 94.5, 450 Roberts Road, Subiaco. Yep. Keep Australia Post alive. Send us an anonymous secret. With anything. With anything. Absolutely anything at all. I'll say the address again. 450 Roberts Road, Subiaco. Mm -hmm. You can send address us, it to Pete and Kimber. Yep. Send us an anonymous secret. Yep. Okay. And I want to just see what rocks up. Yep. Okay. Run through the week thanks to Medibank Presents Park Run. To register, search Medibank Presents Park Run. Live better with Medibank. What a week, what a week, what a week, what an easy old week. Week in Perth, yeah. Good on you, Medibank. Jumping on board. Appreciate yeah. it. Nice. Uh, and what, as I said earlier, what a week it's been. What a couple of weeks it's been. I, I grew up in a time where no big bands came to this city. Yeah. Right? Like None of them. Really rare. Yeah, that's why the cover bands used to do so well, because they played the songs because we couldn't get to see the real people doing it live. Mm -hmm. But not anymore. We've had the Chili Peppers here. We've had Harry Styles here. It, it's incredible how many big stars have been here. And, of course, who looks after the big stars when they're in Perth? Jamel, you guys know Jamel. Oh, yes, yes. Jamel, of yeah. course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Perth personality coordinator. Yeah, wonderful person. And so I thought I'd ask Jamel, you know, what her week's been. Well, hello there. My name's Jamel. I'm Perth's personality coordinator. Basically, any celebrities that come to Perth or indeed our own A-listers here right at home, they come to Jamel for anything, really. Mama Jamel, I look after them. And what a week it's been. I mean, what a couple of weeks it's been for me personally. Perth's been the, the cultural capital of the world recently. We've had uh, uh, Snoop Dogg was in town and I do love him, but gee, he's a naughty boy, and uh, which reminds me, I must get to the post office because the, uh, the Doggy Dog left his favourite bong in the uh, hotel room. I must get that back to him. Uh, oh, I'm, I have to take this call. Excuse me, it's Rick Arden. Hello, Rick Darling. Yeah, oh, apparently he was wearing a tie that made him look like he was supporting the LA Street Gang, the Crips. Yeah. No, darling, it'll blow over. It'll... Sweetheart Rick, Tarot Cash. How many times have I told you they'll sort you out? Tarot Cash. All right. Bye, darling. God, I love him. He's gorgeous, isn't he? Uh, and then, of course, we had Sting before that. And uh, Sting and... Me oh, don't get me wrong. I love Sting. Uh, we go way back. But he's so into the tantra, the tantric stuff. It took me half an hour to unfold him out of the lotus mm -hmm. position. Oh, hang on a minute. It's Tracy Vogue. God, I love her. Hi, Trace. How are you, darling? Yeah. No, sweetheart, I've told you, the straight hair with the glasses for the financial serious stories, and then when you're presenting, just get that lovely wave, that flick back in your hair, it looks gorgeous. All right, sweetheart. Oh, God, I love that girl, Tracy Bo. There's nothing I wouldn't do for her. And, of course, I'm so excited that Pink's coming into town. Pink and Mama Jamel get on very well with a few wines and hit the trapeze. Mm -hmm. uh, oh, Ed Sheeran. Yes, sweetheart. Yeah, oh, dear, darling. Oh, the baggage handlers have broken Ed Sheeran's guitar. Don't worry, sweetheart, I'll sort it. I've got a friend who's away at the moment. I say away, she's doing three to five in Casuarina. Uh, but she's got a fantastic 67 Martin acoustic guitar. That do you? All right, my darling, look forward to seeing you. So, yeah, that's been my week. It's been absolutely crazy. Um, oh, I must take that. It's Gina Reinhart. Have a lovely long weekend. Drive safe.
What a week. Love you, Perth. She's the accounting ace who is nerdy about numbers and fanatical about finance. Please welcome from Carbon Group, Michelle Money Maynard. Oh, it's time for a bit of fun with finance, if you don't mind. Michelle Maynard from Carbon Group. Good morning to you. Good morning, guys. How are we? Oh, we're great. But, Michelle, the word superannuation, I mean, let's face it, I've always thought it was an old person's problem. And now I'm realising, oh, no, I think that actually applies to me and we're supposed to be aware of this when we're a lot younger. Yeah, I think it's something that we don't pay attention to, but it is becoming more and more important. Although I'm not sure if the changes that were announced this week are going to affect you or I, Kimba. I suspect not. It's just to do with people who have got over $3 million in super, right? <laughs> just a lazy three mil, What yes. about those of us who have got $3 in super? You're fine, love. Like, okay. you don't, don't even stress. <laughs> <laughs> so we have been hearing about the fact that there is reform coming to this. The government is introducing some changes to how those super accounts are taxed and it'll happen, what, 2025, Michelle? Yeah, it's going to be taken to the next election. So, yeah, but if it does start, it won't start until 2025. Okay, so what? why are they doing this? What? What's in it for them? Okay, so at the moment, we're all trying to balance our budgets, right? And the government is not any different. So when you are trying to balance the budget and find some extra money, you've got two ways of doing it. You either cut your spending or you find more money. And that's what the, this, this is part of the find more money initiative of the government. So <laughs> Surprise. They, yes. <laughs> we and could I, have done this other option, but you know what one we should go with? <laughs> well, it's going to affect 0.5% of the population, right? 80,000 Australians who, if we look at it, are getting taxed 15% on the earnings in their funds with more than $3 million. Now, let's put that in perspective. Anybody earning up to $45,000 gets taxed 19%. So you're going to get Whoa. these people are getting taxed less than people say a person working a part-time job at Coles. Is it 0.5% of the population is it really going to make that much of a difference anyway? Well, they actually think it will because the the amount of money in these superannuation accounts and how much they earn in terms of income. I mean, when they say it's over $3 million, they're saying the average fund above $3 million actually has $6 million in it. And I don't know if you actually heard the news. There's someone in Australia that has a super balance of $540 million. So, yes, double taxing that, going from 15% to 30%, they reckon it's going to make a bit of a difference, $2 billion a year, to be honest. Now, this is the thing. This is, I mean, pretty much the reason why we wanted to get you on the show. Because we we looked through this list, and this is just the average punter in us just going, who the hell is swanning around with half a billion dollars in their superannuation account? I mean, it's surely Gina. It's got to be Gina. I mean, I pulled up the top... top 20 list of earners in, in Australia. So Gina obviously hits is the, is the highest one of those. So it could be possibly be her, but she's, she's only worth a lazy $30 billion. So, uh-huh. you know, having half a, half a billion in super seems legit. Um, Twiggy, it yep. could possibly be Twiggy. He's a great investor. So, you know, it, it's it's smart smart move to put it in a super fund. Uh, and then you get these people I don't even, I've never heard of. So um, Harry Triggerboff, who's now apparently called High Rise Harry, who's built over 75,000 apartments. I mean, property goes well in super funds. So it could be a multitude of people. I mean, go them, but also pay some tax on it, please. Good on you, Mish. Thanks for catching up with us, mates. And uh, if you need any other stuff, you can catch up with Michelle Maynard at Carbon Group out there in Osborne on Park. Thanks for joining us. No worries. Thanks, guys. I have a question. I'm not going to reveal it right now, but here's what I need to do. And I know, Mix fam, I love you. You're wonderful, beautiful people. 
right, pick up that phone. Please give me a call. I'm not going to reveal what it is that I need to know, but I do need to get a bit of a litmus test from the people that are listening. It surprises me whenever you do this and just Why? go, would you mind giving us a call? How beautiful <laughs> that the Mix family are, that they will actually they trust us enough to just call and go, yeah, just throw me under the bus. We'll see what happens. Just keep saying, good people. Good I suppose people you've listening. never done anything terrible. That's probably why. Not yet. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, the reason being is because I saw a story pop up on the Network 10 blog from The Project, and it's about a dentist who has revealed why you should never brush your teeth in the shower. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Because I've never been a shower brusher and then just like maybe a year or so ago I started doing it and then I've changed my mind again because I decided it was a waste of water. Yeah, right. Okay. I'm like, you've got to brush your teeth for two minutes. But you're like a three-minute shower person. Well, I try to be. Yeah, you've got to be water-wise. Mm. Showers should be on three minutes unless I'm washing my hair. It's good to know now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but here's the reason why, right? Now, we all... We all brush our teeth. Well, I hope so anyway, right? But uh, this person uh, by the name of Payal Bahala from a place called Quest Dental, so she's a lead dentist, mm-hmm. right, has said, um, don't do it in the shower. It's the most disgusting thing that you can do. Why? Because not only does the hot environment reduce your brush bristle effectiveness because it breaks them down quicker, but you're also in danger of water cross-contamination. So she went on to explain that the shower head can harbour bacteria, and when you brush your teeth under the shower head, you may be exposing your toothbrush to those bacteria, again increasing your likelihood of illness or bacteria and plaque and all of that. So it's actually apparently like a really dirty thing to brush your teeth in the shower. I mean, the suggestion that the faucet in my sink is any better is, I mean, sure. I'll go along with it because I don't remember the last time I cleaned under or into the faucet. Well, this goes hand in hand with if you've got like a toilet that just sits open in your shower, right? Because the other thing that they say here is don't do it in the shower and don't clean your teeth on the toilet. Now this is the what? Thing, yeah this is the thing that the, spun me out on the toilet on the toilet this is the thing that spun me out who's cleaning their teeth on the toilet nobody all right nobody is doing that and this is the reason why I've asked people to call this morning so I'm just <laughs> curious Sharon yeah thank you for your call and your trust no worries um, Sharon have you ever trusted in Pete before like this <laughs> uh, not really no. oh good on you. Probably be the first and the last time. Thanks for joining us. Um, no, I'm just very <laughs> curious, Sharon. Just a random question: uh, Do you brush your teeth in the shower? No. Okay. Do you brush your teeth on the toilet? No. Okay. So there's a yeah, couple right. of no's. That's and, all I need to and know. And I like That's the it. tone in which Sharon used, which was very inquisitive. It was a bit of a no. Yeah. Why would you? Exactly. And I, I agree with you, Sharon. <laughs> For goodness sake. Thank you for calling, Sherry. Appreciate that. I mean, there's time poor and then there's time poor. I'm not so time poor that, like, I have to brush my teeth on the toilet. I'd be prepared to rock up late for work for that. Chris in Oakford, good morning. Thank you for your trust, let me say first. (laughs) Good morning, guys. How are you? (laughs) Chris sounds nervous. It must be be lovely out there in Oakford this morning. Oh, it's absolutely beautiful. Oh, shame goodness. I have to go to work. Yeah, it is a shame. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, we hope you have a lovely day nonetheless. Yeah. Um, now, now, Chris, do you brush your teeth in the shower? No. Okay. Do you brush your teeth on the toilet? Oh, no. Oh, see, that is <laughs> that Never. part. It's like, oh, no. It's not just a no. Yeah, it's because, a, oh, God, because no. I don't think it's happening. Who's doing it? No one. Oh. 
Oh, that's awful. Just thinking about it. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Chris. I appreciate you calling this morning. Honestly, thank you. No worries. You're welcome. You have a great day, guys. Thank you, Chris. Same okay. to you. Bye-bye. Happy brushing. Yeah, and same to you as well on that one. I think, okay, two's probably enough. I reckon that's enough. Given the reaction, two's probably enough. Solid. There's nobody out here brushing your bloody teeth on the toilet. Oh, I just want to share something lovely, and I thought Friday might be the time to do it. Oh, oh, let me get my piano out. Yeah, I need some sort of soft, sweet, if you could just play something that just feels like I'm about to tell a lovely story that will give us all food for thought. Hang on. How's this? Oh, it's beautiful. More of that. Okay. Okay, thank you, Pete. If you can just keep that going. Yeah, you do your thing. I got you. So I just saw someone post this and I thought, this is gorgeous and something we can all think about and take away. Mm. I heard my mum asking our neighbour for some salt. We had salt at home, so I asked her why she was asking. She told me they don't have much money and they sometimes ask us for things. So I asked for something small that wouldn't burden them. Mm -hmm. I want them to feel as if we needed them too. And that way, it'll be much easier for them to ask for anything they need in the future. Oh, that is beautiful. Isn't it? That is so nice. I thought that was so nice. I was like, what a lovely... Because it is true. If you had a neighbour always asking for, can I borrow eggs, can I whatever, they just start to feel embarrassed or feel like they can't. But when you reciprocate that and you ask for something as small as salt... You're creating a community. You could do that today. Yeah. You could do that. Go and ask your neighbour for salt. I might go and ask Nova. <laughs> go and ask Nova for salt. I'll do that today. Pete, Matt and Kimber. The Pete, Matt and Kimber podcast for ABC Blind's $4 million clearance sale. Next 94.5.